This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 62. Hello and welcome to this episode of Maker Stories on the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com and the hostess of the Indie Cruise Retreat and the Maker Mastermind Experience. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this Maker Story, I'll introduce you to or should I say reintroduce you to, Valerie Reed of Valana Minerals in Pahoa, Hawaii, and San Diego, California. Valerie is the founder, CEO, and lead formulator at Valana Minerals, where she creates vegan mineral makeup specifically for women of color. In addition to leading her business, Valerie is also a sociology professor at a California community college, plus She is the host of the newly introduced Unapologetic Rejuvenation Retreat, which she will host in July 2018. This episode builds upon my previous interview with Valerie from nearly four years ago, where she shares how she started her business. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to do so before diving into this one, which really builds on the previous episode and the story prior to now. In this particular episode, you'll hear how Valerie has expanded her business over the past four years and some lessons she has learned that will help you on your entrepreneurial journey as well. You can find an outline with resource links and show notes for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 62. We'll talk with Valerie in a minute, but first, I want to tell you about something I'm so excited about. It is a very new, exciting member benefit for members of the Indie Business Network. It's called the Indie Method, and it's 20 years of business training in a single year of your membership. The Indie Method is my exclusive, sequential, step-by-step, immersive entrepreneurial curriculum that walks you through the four phases of entrepreneurship, emerge, engage, evolve, and expand. It's what I called a layered approach to launching and growing your business because it isolates precise action steps that are taken in a specific sequence. This arrangement of explicit steps taken in a particular order creates forward motion without the confusion and overwhelm that sometimes accompanies brand growth. The Indie Method is available exclusively to members of the Indie Business Network and classes start January 8th, 2018. For more information, visit IndieMethod.com. And now let's talk with Valerie Reed of Valana Minerals in Paua, Hawaii and San Diego, California. Welcome Valerie Reed of Valana Minerals in Pahoa, Hawaii and San Diego, California. Welcome to the Indie Business Podcast. Hello, Donna Maria. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so the first thing I want to say is, Valerie, Hawaii and San Diego, okay? So (laughs) every time I talk with you, you have Uh this, this like flowing voice that seems so relaxed and unhurried and, um, and I enjoy it every single time I hear it. So tell me this, 
we're going to dive into this a little bit too, how you ended up having, you know, two places of residence, but do you trace this sort of calm demeanor and this sort of relaxed sort of conversation to where you live? Um, yes, I think that uh, part of the, the draw to, um, to Pahoa, Hawaii is because it fits my personality. So I think that that's probably why I was drawn to um, that area as opposed to other places in Hawaii that might have a faster pace or bigger populations um, and might look more like the mainland. Um, but California, I was born in California. And um, so a lot of my family is in Southern California. And so that's also the draw to this, to the California area. Right. So it's kind of all, you know, from, from a living perspective, good weather is all, you know, I guess. So, well, you a- know, I, <laughs> I decided that when, when I, when I figured out that I could um, try to design the life that I wanted, that when I had the opportunity to buy real estate or choose where I wanted to be, that um, I would buy real estate in places that I wanted to live. Right, right, right. right. Well, you so, know, it's, yeah. you know it's, it's all about, you know, creating the life you want. Business is one of the ways mm-hmm. that can facilitate us doing that. Now, Valerie, most of our yeah. listeners know that we have had the honor of having you on the podcast before. So I'm going to refer everybody, if you haven't heard Valerie uh, in my interview before, you can go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com and you can search on Valana, V-A-L-A-N-A. That's her business name. If you search on that, um, her last podcast interview will come up. And that was November 19th, 2014, Valerie. So I'm going to let everybody go get the backstory. I know it's been over three years. I want everybody to go get the backstory there and then come back and listen to this one because this podcast is going to talk more about mindset and uh, and what has uh, taken place in Valerie's life and business since the last time we talked. So let's bring everybody up to date a little bit now that we know they've gone back and listened to the other podcast, Valerie. So Valana Minerals, obviously, we still have this amazing line of makeup and foundation for women of color. It's vegan. It's wonderful. You're still working at the university. So you have a, you have a job, a traditional job teaching, and you also have your business. And so bring us up to date from the last time we talked and tell us a little bit about some of the things that have happened in your business over the past three years. Awesome. Well, I have been expanding and um, I went through Oh, several years ago, but I went through a phase in Volana Minerals where I was really overwhelmed. And um, I was trying to take on too much and I, I wasn't delegating enough. I mean, I had, I had an assistant already. I had help with lots of things, but I, I just needed more help and I needed more structure and all of the, those things. Um, but it wasn't happening in a way that I thought was really helpful or beneficial. And I, uh, I became depressed and literally exhausted. And, um, and it wasn't just that I felt tired. It was this kind of, 
physical exhaustion that felt like it was more than physical. Like I felt exhausted to my soul almost. And um, so I was on the verge of actually shutting Volana Minerals down and giving up on Volana Minerals so I could focus on other things. And um, I get a lot of calls from customers and potential customers. And they talk to me about how Volana Minerals has, you know, helped them or offered, you know, a different outlook for them. Um, I have a lot of customers who have fragrance sensitivity, um, have never been able to find foundation in a shade that actually matched their skin tone. Um, one of my customers, her husband actually called me and told me that when she found her shade, she was literally screaming and dancing around the house because she was so happy that she had never been able to just, you know, open a jar of makeup and have it match like right off the bat. And so when I got those types of phone calls, I thought, okay, I can't shut it down, but what am I going to do? And that's when I really started to be a lot more strategic about my self-care um, this is something that I have been working on with my students and with my customers for many years, but I wasn't doing enough to take my own advice. And so I started to become a lot more deliberate in, and intentional in my focus of self-care. Like I started blending my own makeup because I needed it for my self-care, right? Um, I talked to my customers about safe cosmetics because the underlying motivation was self-care. We have to take care of ourselves, and this is one of the ways we can do it. And so in deciding to become more strategic about it, I, I created this um, kind of plan that really was a step-by-step -step plan for how I could do this in my life. And then wow. I'd worked with some of my students to do it mm -hmm. with them because they ended up, you know, they have some of the same issues. And you mean your and students at, at the university where you teach? At the Yeah, at the okay. college. And so mm -hmm. um, I had been working with some students as kind of my beta test group. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, wow, you know what, this, this could work. And yeah. so then when I started thinking of ways to expand um, Volana and start creating additional products, um, I thought, you know what? I don't know if I want my additional products to just be makeup because there's a lot of education here. And so I created um, a safe cosmetics course, Ooh, a digital then I, I kind of started to really formalize and finalize the self-care strategic planning. Mm -hmm. um, I, I went through, I got three new coaching certifications. And it was strange because it was like, wait a minute, I've been doing this for like 15 years already. And why haven't I been certified before? <laughs> You know, I, I love this, though. So, and so this is such a great, I cannot wait. I'm so excited to talk to you. I have like a billion <laughs> questions. Like, I don't, you know, a lot of people don't know, like my, um, my professional training is in journalism. So 
Like I can come up with questions forever. It's like, I love, love the fact that I get to ask people like you these questions because you're so full of knowledge and wisdom. So I, I want to ask you if we can go back for a second to what you originally sure. said. And because um, I really want to okay. dive into this a bit because so many people, and I know you know this, so many entrepreneurs get to that point where they've been successful they enjoy what they do. They really do enjoy it. It's, it's a wonderful thing. They feel accomplished and they help a lot of people and they get those phone calls that you're talking right. about from their customers who say they have changed their lives in some way and made their lives better. But they're still feeling something akin to this depression. Can you, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it has to be, you know, anything that's, um, you know, formally diagnosed, but just that feeling. Can right. you describe that a little bit more, Valerie? And what that was like and what it was like to sort of move yourself out of it. Um, actually it took, I would say it took a couple of years um, of the process of moving myself through it. So what was and, it like when you, um, when you first noticed it, when you first noticed that it had something to do with business because, you know, we can all have these emotional things. We have relationships, we have all kinds of other things that can sort of situationally cause us to feel a certain way. But you said that you were thinking about closing your business. So can you take us back uh -huh. to the, the connection? How did you make that connection? And what are the first few things that you did to deal with it? Um, when I decided, one of the things that I did initially, I... I decided that maybe part of my issue was that I was spending too much time on the business and I needed to spend more time focused on um, kind of recreational activities because it had gotten to the point where I didn't, I didn't have, I wasn't, I wasn't looking at hobbies or anything like that. Like I would still go to Hawaii, um, because I lived there part-time, right? And I would still do those things, but it was every, every moment was either focused on school and working with my students at the college or um, my business. And I thought- Okay, now let me stop you there for one second because I, mm -hmm. I, I want to stop you there for one second because of I course. know that during this time frame you started making a lot of pottery. So- that there was a, and that was so the did, first thing I did. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. So that was the first thing I started doing. I um I found I wanted to I wanted to get back to some of the artistry that I had done before. And so I thought I need to carve out time for me because I felt like one of the main issues was how I allotted my time. And so I thought, okay, I need to take some of this time um from the college and some of this time from the business and refocus it on something that's really relaxing. And so that's when I decided that I would um, take pottery classes. And so I looked around at some of the local colleges that offered pottery classes, but the prerequisites were insane. And I'm like, I just want to throw a pot. Why do I have to take five classes before I can throw a pot? So um, a friend of mine told me about a private studio that offered classes. So I thought this is perfect. And I thought either I'm going to be paying for this class 
or I'm going to be paying for um, antidepressants. So I might as well just pay for this class. So I started and it was wonderful. It became like uh, my new meditation. And um, it really did help me kind of reconnect with my creativity and um, really feel like I could relax and I enjoyed mm -hmm. the people that were in the pottery studio with me mm -hmm. and um, actually became ended up becoming close with the uh, studio owner. She ended up giving me keys to the studio. Like that. Wow. That's what it turned into. And so, so, so this is so oh, great. So by paying attention to yourself, you developed a new relationship. You found something else that you love to do. Tell me this. Um, why pottery? Do you think it could have been any hobby? Did pottery sort of just happen to be more convenient? Do you think it would have mattered really as long as it was something you liked? Um, yes, I think it would have mattered. I, had, I hadn't really done pottery in quite a while. Um, I think the first time I did any type of pottery was in junior high school. And then occasionally I would buy clay and um, create a sculpture, but I never really finished them. I just, I would create a sculpture and then just kind of admire it and move on. Mm -hmm. And I would do things like that occasionally, but I never really uh, focused in that area. And, and so I knew I enjoyed working with the clay and it was something that I would like. I have also... Mm -hmm. Um, painted before and um, my earlier education before I became a sociologist was in fashion design and merchandising mm -hmm. and so I already kind of understand 3D sketching and things like that and so I had that background and so I, I think pottery ended up working out pretty well and the other thing is I actually like minerals <laughs> mm. Well, that makes sense that you have a mineral makeup company. That's an interesting connection. Did did you did you note yeah. that connection before you started with the pottery, or is that something that sort of just became like it sounds so harmonious? Did you plan it, or did it just it notice does. it after you started? I think I, I really paid attention to it more after I started. I sort of noticed it, but because a lot of the things, a lot of the ingredients are similar, except right, for right. With pottery, they're industrial grade, right? right. So you're using industrial grade silica as, a, as opposed to cosmetic grade. But mm -hmm. a lot of the things are the same, the iron oxides, the silicas, um, the talc. Uh, these are all... <laughs> These are all things that, I don't know, maybe there's something um, like the hippie side of me feels this earth connection to the minerals. And well, there's, so there's maybe, actually a beautiful serendipity there because it, yeah. it connects you to your hippie side. It connects you to your uh -huh. financial side because it's related to your business and it connects you uh -huh. more to your personal meditative side. So as you started yeah. doing the pottery, you said it became your meditation. Like, did you, how did you begin to notice that the changes that you were making, including the pottery, were moving you out of that feeling that you had about, you know, feeling depressed and wanting yeah. to think about closing your business. Oh, I noticed it immediately. It was actually really immediate. And um, so it wasn't, 
it wasn't difficult to say, yes, this is, this is good for me. I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to devote more of my time to it. And then my husband, bless his heart, bought me a studio in Hawaii. A pottery studio? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we're all in now. <laughs> well, you yeah. know what? Maybe he noticed that this was making you so happy. Maybe he noticed some positive mm-hmm. changes and he wanted to encourage it. I love that. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah we found it on um, Craigslist. There was a, a potter on island who was who had to move. And he was selling, he just said, I'm going to sell everything. And um, the price was good. And um, we went, we looked at it, and he said, do you want it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And he said, come on. So we bought it. (laughs) That's great. So, I mean, at the time, did you, do you still have it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, It's still in my garage. And so what do you use it for? Do you use it for pottery or are you doing other mm-hmm. things with it? Is it still your, this is, this is, this is really great. This is really, really great. So at some point yeah, did my- you decided to keep the business open. Like, was that I like did. a big, did like the skies open up or like, you know, were there fireworks or was no. it just like this gradual <laughs> process? Like, you know, no, you gradually no. just decided to do it. It was, no, it wasn't anything, you know, um, spectacular. I didn't, you know, see stars or, or fireworks or anything. It's just a gradual process where I started to feel like um, I was recapturing me and um, that it was okay to tell people no, because that's something that I had worked, I had to work on before. And um, I needed to revisit that so that I wasn't taking on um, more than it was realistic for me to actually handle and delegate. Mm-hmm. And so um, I stopped, I, and I stopped doing certain things in the business. Like I, I discontinued certain things um, to really streamline. Um, I'm still doing that now. And I've been having this debate with myself over which eyeshadow colors I'm discontinuing because I want to cut like half of them out. Um, but to really streamline, to make things more manageable, it, it became okay. And um, I felt better about doing, doing that, making those decisions. And it, and it helped me so that it made more sense to, to keep it going to be able to say, yeah, I can, I can refine this. Um, I, I got my assistants to agree to take on more responsibilities. Um, so for a long time, one of my assistants, she's bless her heart. She's been with me for like eight years, but there were certain things she didn't want to do because she felt that she couldn't do them. <laughs> I would say, you know, I'm a teacher. I can teach things. Right. And, and, and I can create the system and the model so you can learn it and then you could take over that responsibility for me and finally she agreed so that also helped so I could give you know give her more and step back so that that freed me up to do other things or create new products and things like that so I think it was it was more of a gradual process and that's why I say it took about two years for me to push through it 
Um, so Valerie, tell us a little bit more about the strategies that you used. You said there were a couple of strategies that you used, I guess, after you noticed it was working, you might as well figure out what the strategy is, right? How did you um, come to that? And what are some of the tips that you can share to help us out? Well, we're actually in the, um, my, the name of my, well, we didn't talk about my retreat yet. So one of the other products that I created was the Hawaii retreat. And um, that retreat is going to include uh, self-care coaching. And so one of the things we're doing in the unapologetic rejuvenation uh, retreat Facebook group is this uh, challenge. And it's kind of a mini version of mm -hmm. the overall process that we go mm -hmm. through. Ah, and okay. so, yeah, so one of the steps, one of the first steps, is to really kind of streamline what you want and get really clear and focused about what you want. And so I had to do that. And um, in my business, I had to ask myself questions like, do you really want to be a wholesale supplier to a major chain? Or do you really want to do booth events and those were hard questions to ask because I was in Whole Foods and I did booth events on the weekends where you know I basically created mm -hmm. a, a mm -hmm. mini store mm -hmm. on site I remember and it's a lot of it's a lot of work mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so once I asked those questions and became really clear about whether or not I wanted to do those things, then I had to take part in this kind of active listening exercise where I really listened to what I needed and how I was going to implement that into my business. And those are just a couple of examples. And so one of the things I decided was I wasn't going to do booth events anymore. That's a big decision. That's a big decision. And I, but, it, but how wonderful is it? Because I, I love how you just, you just told us what some of your questions were. And when you did, you paused. Like there was uh -huh. this pause that was like so intentional um, as you shared that. And so for, for everyone listening, this is something that all of us can do, right? Kind of get still with yourself and ask yourself, if, if what you're doing is working, do you still want to do it? Or do you still feel the same way about it, right? As you yeah. used to, yeah. because things can change, right? And it's okay that you don't want to do booth events for like 20 years, you know, if you want to do right. something a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, you have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. it, and, and it's okay to change your mind. Yes, yes, it is. It's okay to change your yes. mind. So that was one of the decisions I made. No more booth events. I mm -hmm. even I gave I even gave my canopy away to my mentor uh -huh. who still does booth events. <laughs> oh good. So well you know that's the, great. You yeah, pass it on. In the business for, yeah, she's been in the business for forty years and she still does booth events. I I gave her my canopy. I said, Do you want some of these tables? I don't need them. I'm gonna buy stainless steel tables for my lab. Um, mm -hmm. And that's got to go. So um, I gave that away. Um, all the displays that I used are in storage. 
and eventually I'll probably find somebody who needs them. Um, I have done events at uh, stores that carry my products. So if the products are already there and I can get everything that I need for an event or a training into uh, one carry-on suitcase, then I'll go. I love it. It's like you have criteria now, like it has to fit in this suitcase. Mm-hmm. If it won't fit in this suitcase, yeah. so it makes it so easy for yourself, right? Because you never have to worry yeah. about, about, you know, should I or shouldn't mm-hmm. I? It's just, it fits in a suitcase is a yes. doesn't fit in the suitcase. It's a no. Valerie, tell us right. a little bit. I want to come back to your retreat too um, and, and talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that because I know we talked about that on your last uh, podcast interview. Tell us a little bit about the certifications that you earned. Wh- what were they mm-hmm. and, and what role are they playing as you evolve in your business? Okay. Well, some of the other services that I have added are business coaching and uh, life coaching. And the life coaching connects, and the business coaching also connects to my self-care coaching. And um, what I have found over the years of having, you know, a lot of minerals is people come to me quite often with business questions and they want coaching. And um, it's really time consuming. It's very, very time consuming. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm getting some of these questions multiple times. Um, I can refer people to others or I can say, here, I can answer this question. Anything beyond that, we need to have a discovery call and here's my fee. So I decided to go ahead and work on the coaching certification. So I got a business coaching certification, a master business coaching certification, and a life coaching certification. And then I'm working on two more that I'll probably finish up over the winter break from the college. Oh, how exciting. Tell tell us what they are so we can know. Can you tell us? Yeah, they're, um, oh, what's the name? I can't, I can't remember the name of the, okay, we'll of get the coach whose program we went to. I'll have to look for it, and then we can put it in the notes. Good, um, good, good. But, yeah, yeah, it's, so, he has so you're, several different programs. So your expansion of your brand, um, well, actually, you're creating different brands now. So you've got the Velana Minerals yeah. brand. You have the Unapologetic Retreat brand. And mm-hmm. are there any other ones in there? Are you using your, your personal brand? How, how are you separating them out? No, unapolog- Unapologetic Rejuvenation is the only completely separate brand. The, um, the Safe Cosmetics courses, which are not available right now, I'm going to do another, sec- another session mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. But that will, that, that will fall under Volana Minerals. Awesome. So all the safe, yeah, all the safe cosmetics will be under Volana Minerals. Unapologetic rejuvenation is kind of, is still under Volana Minerals. It's just a subcategory, but the overall umbrella um, for everything is self care. Very beautiful. It sounds like it's such a logical flow from everything that you've been doing at Volana Minerals because. 
taking care of our skin and using makeup on our skin that is helpful and not just colorful <laughs> um, is also yeah. uh, obviously a really good thing. And this flows so naturally from that. So Valerie, tell us a little bit about how you manage with a job as a teacher at a college in California and a residence there and a residence in Hawaii. How do you manage to handle all of the different pieces of your business as well as the people who are helping you in your business? Like where are they physically located and where are the products actually made? Okay. Um, the products are made uh, primarily in California. I do have more help now with a lab. So that's, that's good. Um, because there's some things after a while you find that you just, you don't have the capacity to keep making. So eventually you have to expand out and, and have a lab work on some things. Now, because I do have uh, lab space, I am able to still make a lot of the products. So all the lipsticks, the eyeshadows, foundation, a lot of those, we, we still do that in-house in California. And then um, everything is shipped from California. I used to ship from Hawaii and California, but now we just ship from uh, California, unless there's something I need to take care of when I'm on island. But usually mm -hmm. my assistant can handle pretty much everything. And um, so that's been really, really helpful. I love that. And, I love that statement. Yeah, my assistant awesome. can handle pretty much everything. <laughs> that sounds really freeing to you. So like, how do you divide it up is. your time? Is, is it like seasonal or you're in Hawaii certain times of the year? And I guess during the school uh -huh. year at the college, is that how you divide it up? Yes. So depending on the schedule that I create for teaching, um, I'm typically in Hawaii for uh, the whole summer and the winter. And then um, whenever I have a break or a sabbatical or something like that, then I'll be in Hawaii. Um, sometimes I'm there because of an emergency. So uh, earlier, when was it? Last year, my husband became really ill. So I took a leave of absence from work and, and um, went, went to Hawaii. And so I was, I was there longer than usual um but i'm i'm really grateful that that was an option that i you know there was something called sick time that i had piled up and i could use it for that emergency to get you know help get my my stuff right and help take care of, mm -hmm. of him as well and so you he's better mm -hmm. and now what that's oh, my other schedule. Yeah. yeah. So what advice, Valerie, can you give us? What advice can you give us who are our, our listeners who are holding down a business that is mm -hmm. doing well and growing like yours is, and also keeping a full-time job and wanting to keep their full-time job as you clearly do? What, what advice can you give? people who are entrepreneurs as well as traditionally employed people 
to be able to do both and do both well. One of the things that I had to do was become um, extremely strategic about what I was willing to do for the college and what I needed to do for my business. Are they understanding about that there? um, No, but that's not my problem. Okay. So (laughs) as long as you're within your contract, see, I, what I had been doing with the college was I had been doing a lot of work that was extra. It was more than what my contract required of me. And so when I decided that I needed to rearrange my life and reschedule things, that meant that I couldn't give the college all of those extra hours anymore. And so I literally went through my contract again because I always have, I've always skimmed it. Um, but I, I went through it really strategically and I'm like, you know, okay, this is what I need to do to remain on contract and anything else has got to go. So one of the byproducts of your decision to focus more on yourself is to Uh do the things you've already described to us so you could maintain the business that you love, but then you also whittle down. It's like the suitcase, like, okay, here's my contract. It's like the suitcase. If it's not in the contract or my suitcase, I don't do it. Right. And it means saying no. So when people say things like, oh, we don't see you on campus as much anymore. What's going on? You say, everything's fine. I'm within my contract. So what's that transition like? So let's talk about that for a second. I want to unpack this because Mm -hmm. when when you have relationships, and I know you have relationships that you value all throughout your life, when you make Uh these types of changes, and I understand what you're saying, like it's not in the contract, no. And I I totally, Uh totally get that. How do you handle that from, what's the best way to handle that from a relationship perspective? Because there's a certain communication that has to sort of rise to the surface when you're making a change that way, even though it's obviously right for you and the best thing for you. How do you do that in a way that respects obviously yourself first, but also other people's expectations because they've come to rely on what you were doing? So how do you handle that? I have become very skilled at being able to say things like, I truly appreciate that you uh, trust my confidence in working on this project and that you appreciate uh, my expertise in this area. However, my plate is so full right now, I really don't believe I would be able to give this project the full attention that it needs. So while again, I thank you for your offer to include me in this project, I must decline. So what you're saying is, that was so eloquently put, is that we can and must say no, but there are certain ways to do it in certain circumstances that cause the relationship not to suffer. Yes. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. And you know, and th- these so things, when you yeah. make statements like that, people, mm-hmm. I think people are understanding. Yes. They, they know you're busy. They know you have other things to do, but you're also saying that if you were working on it, you expect to give it your full attention and mm-hmm. you just can't. So it's, it's best for all of us if you don't participate. Right. There you go. And they, and they certainly okay. don't want you to, they don't want you to do a bad job. Right. So right. good. So, so lovely. So, okay. So this is just so enlightening this conversation with you and I can see why people would be interested in having you as their life coach, because you have, you have, you have done so many things professionally and personally, and you have also carved out using your suit. Like I'm picturing little suitcases now, like everybody close your eyes and put your stuff in the suitcase. And like, if anything is spilling out of the suitcase, you have to Mm -hmm. either get a bigger suitcase or you have to leave it out of the suitcase, right? You have to make that decision. That's a really good analogy for us to think about um, because we all don't want to be carrying around suitcases that we, that we can't really carry. Mm -hmm. So exactly. So tell us then how this retreat came about. And I know we mentioned this very briefly when I talked with you three years ago, but it it was more of a me saying, okay, Valerie, it would be so great. (laughs) Like have something where we can all come to Hawaii and be with you and look at what you've done. So here we are three years later. So tell us about the unapologetic renewed rejuvenation retreat, where it is, what it is and what we can expect um, there. Yeah, this retreat is a, gosh, it's a long time in the making. And I think that's (laughs) another thing that's really important when you are, when you see somebody's end product, so to speak, or this thing that they're working on. And it might seem like it just happened overnight. No, No, it didn't. I, my, the first time I remember thinking about creating a situation where I could bring people to East Hawaii was back in 2004. That's when I first started thinking about how that would look and how I would be able to do it. So this is a 13 year overnight success, obviously. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the first time I actually thought this Mm -hmm. would be an amazing place to bring people more people should see this and feel this and and so yeah so um <laughs> yeah it's just figuring out how to make it happen um how to connect it to the business um is is just all kind of evolved and come together and so this this retreat i created it for for my customers i created it for my new prospects um and really for anybody who is looking for relief from the overwhelm relief Mm -hmm. from the idea that you know everybody else needs to come first Mm -hmm. and um i want people to understand that you should come first. You should put your oxygen mask on first before you start trying to save other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. (laughs) And um, I think that's really important. 
And a lot of us don't do it because, you know, we've been socialized to believe that, especially as women, um, we've been socialized to believe that everybody else's needs come first. And we uh, have to take care of our, our spouses or our significant others. We have to take care of our children. We have to take care of the house. If we, when we're working, we have to take care of our customers. We have to take care of our business. And then on those lists of things to take care of, we're down at the bottom, right? We're just getting the scraps of what's left over. Right. And so I, and I know that my customers go through this because we talk about it on the phone when they mm-hmm. call. And yes, I yes. know that even my colleagues are going through it. Mm-hmm. They they just feel so overwhelmed and like everybody else gets gets the love and everybody else gets the attention and um, that they're they're left at the bottom of the list and by the time they get around to their own self care they're so exhausted and drained from doing everything else that they don't even have the energy. To follow right, through. Right. right. There's time, there's need. time, there's time, but but by then the energy yeah. is all gone. So tell us yeah. what's the retreat like? How many days is it and what 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 is it? What's involved in the in the actual it's, activities? It's seven days. It's seven days. And I'm thinking about adding an option for an extension on mm-hmm. on the end of the retreat. So it's July 7th through July 14th um, next year, 2018. And um, it's in rural East Hawaii. So we're like an hour from the big town of Hilo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's it's right on the water. And um, the location is just serene and peaceful it's in the rainforest area so there's trees and you know you fall asleep to rain light rain in the evenings in the early morning and then everything clears up and you have beautiful blue skies Um, we're actually going to take a trip to volcanoes national park Uh so we'll get to experience um the the see the creation of new land <laughs> and an active uh, Hale Mount Mount crater. Right. And it's just so amazing. And so the focus is going to be on um, rebirth, rejuvenation, creating a strategic plan for your own self-care and um, the steps that it's going to take to get there. We're going to have two amazing uh, facilitators in addition to my own coaching. So Juanita Eisen is going to be there. And Juanita Eisen um, is the acupuncturist. She also specializes in Chinese herbal medicine. And she's an art therapist. And she's the one who made the discovery of my mineral toxicity back when I got sick. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was the reason I started Solana Minerals because I had this mineral toxicity illness. And um, in that recovery, I 
discovered that I needed to start making my own makeup. But she's the one who diagnosed it when none of the doctors mm-hmm. could. Okay. And so she's and if- coming. Awesome. She's going to be one of the facilitators and she's going to do a workshop for us. And then um, Patrice Yersik, uh, Afro Bella, is going to be there as well. And she's also going to be doing a workshop on um, shedding the things that are not serving you in life so that you can build up and add more of what does serve you in life. And so I'm so excited about this amazing place, the amazing retreat, um, all the lovely, amazing people who are going to be coming. It's just, I'm ah, giddy. You're all, <laughs> you're all giddy over it. This is great. It fits, fits beautifully inside your suitcase, I must say. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I want you guys to know, like Valerie has, and you can tell like Valerie, we don't have to talk to you to see this. We only have to watch. You are one of the most intentional entrepreneurs I know. I think I've said this to you before in more than one occasion. I've had the privilege of actually meeting with you, had dinner together one day last year. You are one of the, um, one of, one of this, what you have learned has obviously served you well. I know, I know it hasn't always been this way because we all go through these, yeah. you know, times when our business sucks too much out of us and we have to, you know, pull some stuff out of the suitcase. But um, yeah having watched you be so focused on maintaining your, your traditional career, maintaining your business, um, adding things on as you go, you know, with, with a great deal of intention and even more so now that you've gone through so many different things. Um, so it's, it's really great to see you. It's like a study and not just in business success, but, but in business success on, you know, underneath the surface. Because a lot of things look really beautiful on the surface and underneath right. they're not so, not so, you know, that suitcase is a little bit messy. So, um, exactly. <laughs> but you know, and again, I mean, you as, as a life coach, I'm sure you would say this too, you know, that that's okay because, you know, we are where we are, acknowledge it and kind of move on. So, so exactly. excited to get this opportunity to talk with you, Valerie. So I know that we go to Valana, V-A-L-A-N-A Minerals. Dot com so we can fulfill our um, mineral makeup fix and um, yes. the class once you offer the uh, cosmetics class again that again there we can get that there as well tell us where to yes. go for uh, your unapologetic rejuvenation retreat where do we go to register and learn more information about that thank you so much it is um, you the letter u the letter r dot volana minerals.com the UR is for unapologetic rejuvenation. There's also a link on the Volana Minerals homepage that will take you to that page. So even if you land on our homepage, you'll still be able to get there. Look for the, the picture with the blue sky and the blue ocean and the palm trees and just click that and it'll take you right over. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Did you just hear she was talking and everything's moving along? And then she went, the blue ocean and the blue skies. <laughs> like I'm almost there just listening to you talk. As I said at the very beginning, you have this amazing ability and you guys need to catch Valerie on her periscope. I love <laughs> your periscopes, Valerie. They are, you know, a lot of oh, people haven't you. cracked the periscope code. Like there's a periscope code. I haven't cracked it. A lot of people have it. There's, there must be a code out there. Maybe we can ask you about that 
in a future episode. But um, if you're interested in learning more about the retreat, again, go to ur.valanaminerals.com or just go to valanaminerals.com. But look for her on Periscope too, because it's fun and it's interesting. And she wears these really great purple glasses, which I think are really beautiful. Um, And you just kind of want to watch her look all glowing and gorgeous with her mineral makeup on because her complexion is just, you know, it's like that complexion though. That's what, that's why sometimes when I look at you, I'm like, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. So you're like a walking, talking billboard for unapologetic rejuvenation as well as your product. And that to me is like a serious secret sauce. So I love that combination of what you love to do, what, what makes you profitable combining those two things together. I think that's what I think entrepreneurship is all about. So thank you for giving us a peek under the hood at that and how you do it. And we look forward to seeing you in Hawaii. Oh, yes. I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) Thank you so much, Valerie. I know it's going to be fun. And I know Patrice is just awesome. I know the other speaker you mentioned, the acupuncturist has, you know, got to be great as well. You guys need to check out both of them as well. We'll make sure we put uh, links to their websites in the show notes too. So thank you so much, Valerie. Go and, uh, you know, we're managing our suitcases better now that we've had this chat with you. That's good. That's what I want. Okay, good. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Valerie Reed of Valana Minerals. Let's review a few of the important entrepreneurial lessons Valerie shared in this episode. First, give yourself the freedom to evolve. Valerie's journey stresses how important it is to pay attention to your life and your business in ways that advance both without tearing yourself down personally. She talked about her husband's illness and how she had to change the way she handled circumstances in her full-time job so she could assess whether her life even had the space for her business any longer. When she decided that it did, it was only because she made some really, really tough decisions. And this is all about evolving in your business and in your personal life so you can move forward, making the transitions and changes that need to be made. This leads us to the second thing I want to share that Valerie talked about, which is the importance of making required changes without adversely impacting existing relationships. Valerie shared the significance of becoming skilled at saying no in ways that promote clarity without doing unnecessary damage to existing relationships. This is so important. And the example Valerie gave in the interview was so great. Like she actually gave you the words she used to say no in a respectful way that preserved the relationship, but also allowed her to be firm and clear about what her position was and how she was going to handle situations going forward. It's a really a brilliant explanation and you can use that and just edit it for your own purposes. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone you know and help spread the word. The Indie Business Podcast is all about the indie business revolution because you are breaking the mold of traditional entrepreneurship and creating success on your own terms. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. You can catch every episode via iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast streaming app. And of course, you can always find each one right here at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? 
It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured here. You can also share episodes from IndieBusinessNetwork.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love.